Riverside. It's week 13. Just a few short weeks left in the National Football League season. And all three of us are back together for the first time in what feels like a month. It's been three weeks. Embarrassing. Very embarrassing. At least our viewers know. I am a constant. You two are sketchy at best. We're definitely sus. That's for sure. (laughs) But holy crap, what a week 12 it was, boys. Show went 24 and 12. Woo! Dave and I both with 9 and 4 records last week. Mike, 6 and 4. So uh, we'll see if we're on to something. It's been a good stretch here. So uh, who Dan, knows? Dan, you've maybe? been hot for like four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been right. I've been hot like the whole show, basically. Twenty one picks over five hundred for myself at seventy seven and fifty six. Nice job. Mike, you are twenty one over as well at sixty seven and forty six. And Dave is sixty one and fifty six. Dave, you also had another sicko teaser hit. Your third one of the season after going oh for last season. So uh the kid's hot. I think you've hit three of these in the last five weeks if that's correct but uh hello yeah oh yep there you are you were muted oh sorry yeah i think you're all right it's good to have a couple sickos hits lately yes all right boys let's jump right into it we ready for week 13 and we get to talk about a Thursday night football game for the first time in a while. We've got a barn burner, the six and five Seahawks at the eight and three Cowboys big spread in this one though. Dallas favored by nine 46 year total for the game down in Dallas on Amazon prime back to back Thursday night games. I believe for the second year in a row, for the Cowboys coming off Thanksgiving. But uh, Dave, you had a great week last week. I'll let you kick us off this week. Yeah, I'm not going to put much thought into this. I'm just going to trust Dallas here in this matchup. So give me, I think you said it was eight and a half, correct? Nine. Or nine, sorry. Yeah, give me Dallas minus nine. They're playing good football. Dak's playing really good solid football. Uh, And I see them keeping the ball rolling here. All right, Mikey. Yeah, I was uh, just kind of looking at the schedule for the Cowboys, and uh, I believe that every every week that they've been um, favored to win by eight, nine, ten, or more, um, I think that they've covered almost every single week. Um, I kind of look at this, you know, as uh, you know, I, I saw the Seahawks played the Ravens, uh, you know, a few weeks ago in Baltimore. It was 37 to three. I don't really want to touch the over or the under here. I'm going to roll with Dave here. Um, I'm just going to take the, uh, I'm going to take the points. I think the Cowboys win by double digits and, and it probably gets pretty, uh, pretty crazy, pretty, uh, pretty early here. Um, 
Cowboys are playing great, and I mean their defense is on fire, and Dak's not throwing a ghost. Um, he knows his team colors now, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm on it. Let's do it. So this will be my first double dip of the week. Um, one of two. I'm with you guys at Dallas minus nine. Um, they tend to beat up on bad and mediocre teams, and I think that that's what the the whole NFC West pretty well is outside the 49ers is mediocre their records look better because they play each other um dallas can also score a lot of points seattle i I expect them probably somewhere in that 10 range so with that give me that over as well in this football game so we're all on dallas minus nine but uh i want to see some points on amazon this week so uh we'll take that over as well Maybe another uh, bland pick six, too. You know, he. I saw something today that he has more touchdowns himself than any receiver on like eight or nine teams. I believe he, that. He has more touchdowns than the whole receiving room for the Giants and the Jets mm-hmm. as a defender. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty pretty crazy. That that is nuts. Yeah. All right. Sunday noon action. Divisional matchup. The six and five Colts at the four and seven Titans. Indianapolis is favored by one and a half. Forty two and a half the total here. News out of Indy this week of Jonathan Taylor having thumb surgery. They expect him to be out uh, two to three weeks. We'll see if that comes to fruition. That's a loss for that team for sure uh, in their run game. Um, I'll kick us off here. I The Titans, their only benefit here is that they're playing at home. They haven't won a road game since the beginning of last season. Um tough it's a tough stretch for Mike Vrabel and his boys there um this game always tends to be pretty close being the divisional game um I still like Indy in this game I think the line's about perfect it's going to be a close football game but give me Indy minus one and a half here in this one Dave yeah I got the same thing as you here Colts minus one and a half uh in my opinion, like you said, it should be a close game, but in my opinion, since the Richardson injury, uh, the Colts with Minshew playing, it really doesn't feel like it's a downgrade. He Mm-mm. has shown some moments. He's played really good football. Yes, he's had turnovers, which is just kind of how he plays, uh, but they're not afraid to let him air it out and whip it around the field. So uh, I'm looking for him to have a nice, solid game, uh, spread the ball around, and I think they'll, they'll win by maybe six. Uh, mm-hmm. against Tennessee. Kind of depends how Levis plays. He's still kind of learning, uh, kind of shows the spurts. But uh, Indy's been playing some decent football. And Jonathan Taylor, yeah, he's been good lately, but they did this basically all year without him. So yep. I think they just go back to Zach Moss and, and get going. It's interesting with Levis, and I'll go to you in just a minute, Mike. They have who is one of the best running backs in the league as a power rusher. But he's not really getting the yardage we'd expect him to get the power runs partially because a lot of teams know they're going to run the ball. Yeah. Um, 
think he had like five and a half fantasy points last week. Um, just not really doing King Henry things and makes you wonder, is it that offense or is the shine worn off of Derrick Henry? But Mike, I'll let you respond to that and give us your pick. Yeah. Uh, I think we're, we're going to be, um, against each other on this one. Um, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of looking down the line here. Uh, I, I heard your comment about the road game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's super valid. Um, you know, that they haven't won a road game and I know that they're playing in Tennessee. Uh, but if you look at the flip side of that, um, the Titans are five and one this season at home. Um, so I'm sorry, they're four and one this season at home. Uh, so yeah, I, I I'm going to be, I'm going to flip here. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Titans, uh, points here and uh and roll with it i feel like it's really really hard to win in nashville uh, obviously um the stats speak for themselves and i think that the colts have been playing some really really close games uh as of late i mean uh single digits single digit win four four uh, point win um you know a loss now i will say this the Colts are on a three-game winning streak, and I'm really disappointed that um, you didn't go into Minshew Mania, to be honest with you, Dan. I was fully expecting that, but um, I'm going to take Tennessee on this one. I, I think that the the home team, I think the Lions are about right, but I think the home team wins on this one. So I'll take the Titans. I think at this point we all know about Minshew Mania. I, mean, I think we've said it pretty much every week of hide your wives when Minshew's in town and going to Smashville. I mean, that's like a perfect setting ooh, for ooh, him to be nice and free. I like that. Going into that football game. I mean, he could be like Corey Perry on Connor Bernard's, <laughs> Bernard's mom right there. I mean, it, it all just lines up. <laughs> Red hot six and five Denver Broncos at the six and five Texans. I think this is going to be a hell of a football game at noon, boys. Yep. Um Hey, would we have said that four weeks ago, five weeks ago? No. Looking at this game? No. Not at all. And going into the, the season. I haven't said it yet. Um, going into the season, if we would have looked at the early schedule, we would have crossed this one out of it. Won't even touch our TV. But here we are. Uh, this one will definitely be on at my house on Sunday. Um, Houston is at home, and they are favored by three and a half. Forty-seven and a half. The expected point total this weekend in Houston. Um, Mike, I'll let you start us here. Well, before I start us off here, I want to ask you a question, Danda. Mm -hmm. Are the Broncos a playoff team? No. Talking about playoffs? (laughs) I'm I'm not ready to go there yet. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. They're right in the the fucking bunch at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. They have better record, a better record than the Bills. Um, they have a better record than the Bengals. Uh, they've won what four in a row, um, mm-hmm. five in a row. Um, man, I'm telling you, I, I I said it four weeks ago, soundbite, and I think one of you told me to, that I was on drugs. I said I said the Broncos are cooking. They're they might sneak into the playoffs, and I got lots of looks from that. But right now they're 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 poised to get in the playoffs. Um, with that being said, uh, Houston by a million here. 
Houston's <laughs> going to win this game. Uh, give me Houston minus 3.5. Um, I love CJ Stroud. I seriously, some of the things that he does, uh, we talk about, I talk about it all the time. He has kind of mediocre receivers, but man, he can throw up, he can throw up some yards and he looks so comfortable in the pocket and so poised for such, for a rookie. Um, I see, I I see a lot of things going down with Houston in the next couple of years. Uh, They, they remind me of a team that I saw four or five years ago that were just coming up that won a couple Super Bowls. So I'm going to take the Texans three and a half. All right, Dave. Mike, I'm glad you went that direction because I thought you were really going to take the Broncos there. And so I was going to have to be the one to say Houston by a million here. Uh, CJ Stroud's been playing some unbelievable ball this year. Uh, Russ has been cooking lately, and I've been kind of on his side all year, but this is the game. I'm definitely not on his side. Uh, You know, kudos to the Broncos for playing well, but Houston at home playing some solid football. Could have won the game last week. Uh, found their future in Stroud, and I see that continuing this week. I see him going over another 300-yard game, and um, yeah, I, I see them winning by 10+. plus. All right, so Houston's chances as of right now, according to the analytics, to make the playoffs is 26.5%. They win the game, it goes up to 45. They lose the game, it goes to 11. Okay. We can say what we want about the Broncos offense, and yes, they have been playing better, but the highlight of that team is their defense and a turnover differential over the last four games of plus of over 10. That's what's going to be key in this game. I understand where both you guys are at with Houston minus three and a half, but if we look at Houston's games, a lot of them come down to close games at the very end. Field goals have what? won them football games so with that i'm going to go against both of you this is going to be a hell of a football game that i think once again comes down to the end either way give me denver plus three and a half today let's not forget that denver just gave up 70 points like five weeks ago fair good luck completely different defense they get rid of a couple guys that they thought were cancerous in the locker room and they've shown up Okay. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah, no. Same same with me and Mike. Yeah. Oh, if you guys are wrong, I'm going to rub it in your face. So can you say that Russ is going to cook? No. The defense is what's cooking. So it's going to Russ be like will do what he needs to do. Football. Yeah, pretty much. Ugly. Okay, so maybe we should all take the under then. <laughs> nah, I, I considered it. Speaking of disastrous performances recently, the eight and three Lions at the five and six Saints. Detroit still favored by four and a half in this game, 45 and a half being the total. What the fuck happened on Thanksgiving in Detroit? You guys watch that one? Mm-hmm. Jordan Love looked like the second coming of Aaron Rodgers. And realistically Detroit should have lost their last two division games. They should have lost to the bears the week prior. Mm -hmm. Something's a little off up in Detroit, but this is a good bounce back game against the saints. The saints offense 
with Derek Carr, it, it's really not that much of an improvement from what they've had the last couple of years. They have flashes of being good, but they're not scoring. And that's what Detroit can do. They can score. Their defense is their struggle of late. So, like I said, good bounce back game here. I see Detroit getting back in that win column, getting their ninth win, moving closer to locking up that NFC North with a matchup down in New Orleans. So give me Detroit minus four and a half. Dave? All right. Um, I'm going to touch the total here. I'm going to take the over. And this is why. Dave's over 45 and a half. Yes, I am over. Yes, the Lions have not looked uh, great. Um, Jared Goff has had like six turnovers or something in the last mm-hmm. two games or, or five picks at least. Um, mm-hmm. This is, like you said, the Saints are known to have a decent defense, but they've been giving up some points. Some games, like they just give up 30 to some teams you're not thinking of. Uh, even last week, Atlanta put up, I can't remember what the final score was. They did have a pick six, but still, if Desmond Ritter can put up 17-plus points on that defense, then Jared Goff and all his weapons can put up at least – you know, 24 to 27 points here, I think, uh, potentially touching 30. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm going to take you over here. I think it's a good week, like you said, to bounce back against a team. They're just flat out better than I think. But there mm-hmm. is something to be said about the Lions, uh, similar to the Bills. They're pretty fraud on paper. You know, mm-hmm. they're only beating teams with less than winning records. Anyone with a winning record, there's like one win combined or something between the two of those teams. Uh, so the Lions really got to finish strong and, and kind of show me in the next couple of weeks that, that they're the real deal to make a playoff push. Yeah, we need that. We need that team to get back in that mentality of just biting off some kneecaps. Yeah. Mike. All right, this will be my first double dipper. Ooh, boy. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to give you an exact score here. Okay. Ooh. Is the exact score the bet? No. Okay. Uh, you would you would have to be on drugs to do that, but the game will be thirty to twenty Lions. It will hit the over. The Lions will cover. Saints will get some garbage time points in the end. Uh, Derek Carr will probably pull his testicle again. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, oh boy, that is going to be the final score: thirty to twenty uh, Lions with a good bounce back game, like you said, Danda. Uh, and I like Dave's over, so that's where we're going. We so all win. We somehow Derek somehow Derek Carr is gonna pull his testicle and Philip Rivers is gonna have his twelfth kid all at the same time. Who knows how that happens? But. <laughs> the one it. thing I will say about this game, and it you know, not to keep talking about it, but and just because he's on my fantasy team, it gets me riled up. But Jameer Gibbs is the most talented player behind Amon St. Brown on that team. Mm-hmm. And yes. I love David Montgomery because I'm a Bears fan. And he's a great, you know, third down goal line kind of guy he's tough but Gibbs has got to touch the ball more when he touches the ball this team is like explosive so I hope they can kind of get him more touches too because that's when they look at their best I wholeheartedly agree with you there eight and three Dolphins at the four and eight commanders the last noon game we will talk about today Miami favored by nine Almost at 50 with the total at 49 and a half. 
Oh boy. Some changes out of Washington the last couple of weeks with the, the defensive coordinator being let go. Um, Ron Rivera, I would think his seat is red hot right now in Washington. Riverboat Ron? Yeah. <laughs> Will Ronnie do some gambling to try to cool that seat just a little bit? But this is a tough test for that football team. Miami, uh, I think it's safe enough to say now they're going to walk away with that division in the AFC East. And uh, they're going to start prepping themselves for some playoff football soon. And here's a good one. Tua has uh, played lights out. Their defense has played well. Um, and what can you say about having Waddle and Hill as your receivers? Some crazy shit happens down there, guys. Um, I don't see a way that this game stays close. So give me Miami minus nine and a half. Mike. Okay. Um, you oh, know, God. I, what? You, know, you we're sound not like here. Washington. Where? Oh, chill out. Chill the fuck out. Okay. All right. Um. No, what I was going to say is I really like what Sam Howell's done. Like, I, I really do. He's definitely an upgrade um, from whoever the hell the quarterback was before him. Uh, he, you know, he's put some put some points on the board. He's looked pretty decent, uh, you know, throwing the ball around. Unfortunately, like, they're just having trouble scoring in the red zone, and they're, and they're turning the ball over a, a shit ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I think that this game is going to be a, a, a rainy one. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there's a 60% chance at, at game time. Um, and so with that being said, uh, just kind of looking at um, the over or the uh, points here, um, I, I don't see how this game gets to nearly 50 points. I really don't. I, I, I think, I think the commanders kind of like do a decent job of keeping maybe the dolphins under 30 here. Um, you know, maybe like 27 points. I think the commanders maybe get like, you know, 13 or 14 points. But I don't see the 50 happening or the 49.5. So um, I did really, really well with my underpicks last week. And I thought it was kind of funny listening to the Kelsey podcast last week where he was talking about how teams have kind of just been shut down this this year. Yeah. And, and I feel like every time I bet the under this year, I win, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Because uh, we had a game the other other week that was what thirty two points, and it ended up being like what, and even Monday Night Football, uh, which you'll talk about later on, the mm-hmm. the primetime doomsday under. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna go under here. Uh, I think that I think that this game is more like maybe forty two to forty five points. Um, so that's where I'm gonna go. You know, that's a good point with the rain. This isn't like Buffalo and philly where they can both move the ball and it poured in philly last week all game long but they still threw up a ton of points that's not these two teams one of them could do it uh the other one not and i don't even i don't even know dan that miami can do it like to be honest with you i don't think that they're gonna play really well in the rain i mean their their big thing is their speed right and it's like so what's the field condition like all of that fun things dave yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, I am identical to what Mike's going with here. I'm uh, I'm gonna double dip though. I'm gonna take Miami minus nine and a half and take the under here. Um, I thought it was really good to see Waddle have a kind of a 
not a come out game, but have a game that we haven't seen from him in a while uh, with Tyreek getting all the distraction and, and all the targets typically. I mean, Waddle is an unbelievable receiver and could be a number one receiver on many teams, I would think. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's good to see him get some attention uh, as long as he stays healthy. You know, he's been hurt the uh, last couple of weeks a little bit banged up. But, yeah, I see Miami airing it out whenever they can here, hopefully getting uh, con- control of the run game to open up the field, whether it's raining or not. Uh, they're playing statistically the worst rated defense, I think, in the NFL. Uh, I just don't see how this game stays close. How, whatever, learning rookie, he's shown some moments. But um, give me Miami, give me the under, and uh, I'm thinking like a 26-13 game. I can easily see it. Our next one we are talking about for one reason and one reason alone. The 1-10 and 10 Panthers at the 4-7 and seven Bucks. The Panthers have fired head coach Frank Reich. And guys, one thing has to be said. How bad do you have to be at leading a franchise to be fired in back-to-back seasons as a National Football League coach? That's that's a tough thing to do. Uh, Being fired in your first season... That's really tough. We see a lot of teams that, especially drafting a quarterback early, uh, give them time to groom them. Like, you've got a couple years with that quarterback, and nope, not in Carolina. Pull the plug on that thing, and honestly, it couldn't have, it can't be any worse than what it was. They weren't scoring, they weren't moving the ball. The offense is ranked nearly dead last in every category. And, uh, Bryce Young needs a change or he's going to fizzle out in this league because there's not the patience that there there was a couple years ago or even not even a couple years ago. It's quickly went away that you would have had probably five years ago where the quarterback has two to three years to start figuring it out. It's You need to figure it out now. You need to be NFL ready, and right now he does not look that way. Tampa Bay favored by five and a half, 36 the total in this game. I go back and forth on it. I, I – I think there is something to the new coach. The team rallies behind it. But with how bad that offense has been this year, I don't know how much they can rally in a week. Um, so going off of what Mike said earlier, of feel like if we take the under, it's a pretty good shot. Give me the under 36.5 in this game, and we're just going to see what the hell happens down in Tampa. Dave? Yeah. I I mean, every game the Panthers play in, I literally look to, to take the under. It feels like, uh, like you said, the offense is rated probably the worst in the NFL. Uh, he, yeah, I mean, he's just like any rookie quarterback. Most of them struggle right away. He doesn't look ready, but I will say if, um, who's his number one wide receiver? Thielen? Mm-hmm. If that's your number one wide receiver, that's not helping your case either. I mean, he's solid, but he's older. Uh, he's got the Mingo kid, whatever. He doesn't have many targets. He's learning. He's making mistakes. The run game isn't there. Um, I kind of feel bad. It's just it's just a bad scenario. Uh, so I see something really low. The only thing that scares me here or that helps the under is Baker. Uh, mm-hmm. I know he's fine, but he, he's still got to be somewhat hurt after, you know, banging up whatever it was, his knee or something last week. So I like a lot of low points here, and, and uh, the Bucks have a pretty solid D for a rookie quarterback. 
Yeah, Baker had a tush push that went a little sideways. Banged up his knee on that one. Yeah. Mike. Is is Baker playing though, yep. Dan? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh let me give you some let me give you some stats here, Danda, uh and, and Dave here. Week four, they put up thirteen against the Vikings. Um week seven, they put up fifteen against the Texans. Um week eight, they put up thirteen against the Colts. Week nine, they put up thirteen against the Bears. Week ten, they put up ten against the Panthers. And last week they put up ten against the Titans. So where do you guys think the points are gonna be here? Like ten to thirteen, right? They're actually getting worse. They were from thirteen, now they're down to ten, like almost every freaking game. Uh, you know, I, I can't not think that the Bucks don't score twenty points here. Uh, in Tampa Bay, you know, regardless of the coach. So I, I got to take this this four and a half for the Bucks all day long. Um, I don't really want to, but um, I'm going to because I don't think the Panthers can throw up more than 13 points on them. To be fair, it's five and a half. Okay, well, still taking them points, baby. <laughs> all, all right. right Three twenty-five on Fox. The seven and four Browns at the five and six Rams. Ugh. Gross. Rams by three and a half. Thirty-nine and a half the total here. Pretty low totals in uh, three of the four games that are in the game of the week or primetime spot. So this one. God, I hate everything about it. With the Browns, you don't know what they're going to do on a week-to-week basis. Really, you don't know what the Rams can do on an offensive side on a week-to-week basis. When in doubt anymore, give me the under. Give me under 39 and a half. And it's just, I, I don't see what's going to go on in this game. So, Dave? Give me the Rams here. Rams no real explanation. Yeah. You say plus three and a half? Minus three and a half. I was going to say. I was like, wait a second. Uh, yeah. I mean, the seven and four for Cleveland is kind of just obviously with Deshaun going out. And I don't even know who the kid that's been playing. Something Thompson, some rookie, I think. Um, the defense is still there. It's their only saving grace. Uh Coming off a, a nice win for uh, the Rams last week. Um, I'm just going to ride them while they're kind of playing better. It's just a gross game. Uh, but going to see the Browns probably fizzle out as the year goes to an end. Mike. Did you guys see that backup quarterback just get drilled last week? Uh, Deshaun's backup, the rookie that Dave's stating. I don't know if no, you guys No, I did that. not watch a lot of that game. Oh my gosh, he just got it because they, they had to actually go to, um, PJ, I always get his last name wrong. PJ Walker or uh, Walker. Yeah. Um, which I was surprised they didn't actually stick with PJ because he seemed to actually have a little bit of chemistry. Um, but I, 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 it's just, it sucks, man, because the Browns just do Browns things, man. It does not matter. They literally have like the best defense in the freaking league, and 
they, it's just circumstances. Like they're just a victim of circumstances every single year. That poor town of Cleveland just continues to disappoint every single year. Um, 39 and a half. I don't see it happening. Uh, I'm going under here. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I see this like as a, maybe a 13 to 10 game. Um, the Rams have looked like shit lately. They both look like shit. I don't even want to watch this one. Let's just go under 39 and a half. You know, some would say it's karma for Cleveland that all of these things happen. Like they do it to themselves. Elaborate. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Oh, I got you. I got you. Do I need to go further? No, you're good. You're good, bro. You're good. We'll keep One we'll hell keep of a... Go ahead. We'll keep it rated R. We won't go X. <laughs> One hell of a game of the week here, boys. Eight and three 49ers will be in Philadelphia to play the 10 and one Eagles. San Francisco favored by two and a half in this game. 46 and a half being the total, the highest total that we have to talk about through the rest of week 12. This is a game that, Hell, if one's going to get flexed, and honestly, I would have been perfectly okay with this, with the Sunday night game getting flexed out for this one. Give it a full national audience. This is must-watch TV to me, a, re, a rematch of the NFC Championship game. Brock Purdy healthy, ready to go. Christian McCaffrey ready to go. And that uh, that Eagles offense that is scary at times. Um I'll just go ahead and come out with this one. Philly money line for me in this game, uh, being in Philly. Hell of a football game. think it's going to be a slugfest. But uh, Philly, I think, will come away with this matchup this week. Dave? All right, I'm going to chat for a little bit about this one. Give me Preach, like brother. a good minute. Um when I say this, I am not a Jalen Hurts hater. I've mentioned this before. I am not a hater. But I, I am a little – I guess I'm saying this before last week. But even in the first half of last week, is he really that far ahead of the MVP race this year? Has he been that good? No. I disagree. His Last year, way better than this year. Way better. He's playing hurt. I understand that. Uh, he's still a really good quarterback. But – that's that's really getting to me. They shouldn't have beat the Chiefs. They shouldn't have beat the Bills, honestly. Shouldn't have beat the Bills. Uh, but they did, and that's football. Uh, but it's not going to happen three weeks in a row against the best football team in the, in the country. So give me 49ers minus two and a half here. Um, Purdy's going to come in, move the ball around nicely. McCaffrey's going to do his thing. Um, I think the 49ers are going to just kind of set the tone from the start. I'm going to take double dip and take the over 46 and a half as well. Obviously, you know, I don't think it's going to get ugly. I just think uh, 49ers are going to win by a touchdown or so, but the uh, Eagles should score enough points to cover that over. So I I just can't stand the Eagles. If you call me a hater, I hate the Eagles, but I don't hate Jalen Hurts. Um, it's going to be a really good game, but – I just want to see the Eagles lose. I'm I'm sick of these little sneak pass wins. So, sorry for my hatred, but that's where I'm going. No, it's fair. It's it's all valid. Mike? Yeah, I don't know which way this game's going to 
at all. Uh, I really don't. To, to your guys' points, uh, it should it should be two lo- two two more losses for the Eagles. They shouldn't have beat the Bills last week. They shouldn't have beat the Chiefs. I mean, Jalen had like what like forty yards passing in the first half of the Chiefs game, and kind of came out and did the same thing. Um, what I will say is that if these teams get down by double digits, I can see the other team coming back, no matter what the circumstances. If it's the Eagles getting down by 10 uh, or 14, or the Niners getting down by 10 or 14. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, I just think that there's going to be a lot of points here. Uh, today's point, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with just the over here. I think that this is going to be a back and forth uh, sort of brawl. Um, now the one thing I will say is, you know, the over may not hit if the Eagles are able to run the ball effectively, if they're able to control the time, um, that's going to probably, um, piss off the 49ers offense a little bit, not being out on the field. They may try to do too many things. Um, I think their path to victory, uh, Dan, with you taking the money line is them running the ball down the, down the 49ers throat. Um, but I don't know that. I don't know that they can do that either. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to go with over here because I think it's going to be back and forth and you might see a couple of double digits, you know, but like, I wouldn't be afraid either way here. If you like, uh, they can both come back. So let's, let's go over. I'm I'm thinking like 55 points here. No, to me, this is one of those games. If you've got a key to victory for the Eagles, it's, you've got to hold that ball for close to 40 minutes. Dan, do we know anything about? And I'll I'll search it real quick. Um, Philadelphia weather um, on Sunday, because I mean, I I did hear that there was a big like nor'easter coming into town on Sunday for the East Coast. I'm just wondering if there's going to be Sunday um, PM showers, 55. I mean, so it'll be decent, uh, 50% chance of rain. So we might see that same rain there, but I, I, I don't care. Like, I, I guess that would be helping Philadelphia if it does rain because they just mm-hmm. just played a huge game last week in the rain, and obviously they were able to score points. I don't know that the 49ers would be able to score points in the rain, but uh, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna gamble on. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over here. Yeah, all fair. Can we talk about before we move on the miracle that it is that since Christian McCaffrey has been traded, how healthy he has been able to stay in San Francisco. It's pretty crazy. And he's probably had the most uses of his career. Was he really hurt or did he just want out of Carolina? (laughs) Did you guys see the pictures after the last game of him? Uh, uh, he posted pictures of him after the, I think they played Thursday night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They played the Seahawks. Cuts, bruises, all. I mean, I know these guys get beat up a bunch, but his wife, like, put a picture of their bed. There's blood all over the bed just from him sleeping. I mean, just absolutely torn up. I mean, did you see Tua have the chunk taken out of his arm? Yeah, well, Tua's a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) He got a a concussion from that. (laughs) I saw a clip saying... Uh, to his ninja, whatever, when he or what he do for falling, jujitsu. Mm-hmm. He took some jujitsu yeah. class or something. Someone made a montage of him just slamming his head on the ground this year. Like I'm glad that really worked out for him. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Sunday night football. It's going to be cold. The stickum's probably not going to work. Let's hope it does. We need these drops to stop. Eight and three Chiefs will be at the five and six Packers. Chiefs heavy favorites here, though, by six and a half. Forty two and a half being the total. Mike, kick us off with our Chiefs. Oh, it's going to be a snowy one. 30, 33 degrees at game time with 60% chance of snow. Oh, boy. Ah, I'm double dipping, baby. Double dipping. I'm not going to double dip. I'm not going to double dip. Give me those Chiefs all day long. They play great in the snow. They don't give a shit about Green Bay or Lambeau. Those drunk fucks. Uh, Packers have been putting together some some okay games. They beat the Chargers a couple weeks ago. They they're doing pretty good for that for what they have. But dude, the boys are back. Last Sunday, I gave it to you. The boys are back. The second half, that's over with. It's all over with. The boys are back. Give me give me Chiefs six point five all freaking day long. This will be my lock of the week. Done. Lock it in, Dave. Uh, yeah, I, I'm on the same page here with Mike. Uh, we know how Mahomes plays in the snow. Uh, I got to witness one of his snow games as my very first NFL game I've ever been to versus Denver Broncos, about eight inches. No of snow, angels. Six inches of snow or some. I mean, he just went off over 300 yards. It looked easy. I see him doing the same thing here. I'm even going to predict him to have three touchdown passes in the horrible conditions uh, as part of my pick. I did not watch your game last week, but I saw you guys rebounded in the second half, and I know mm-hmm. you boys were worried in the first half. I was sending you a few text messages after the 70-yard yeah. bomb run from Jacobs. I'm sure you boys were shaken and Never worried. Drink. I wasn't worried a bit. Oh, I would have. But, yeah. Chiefs, no, I was, I was annoyed. Let's not forget how bad the Packers have been, man. Yeah, they look good versus the Lions, but he's about to play a really good defense who he looked like shit against a year or two ago in Arrowhead. Sign me up for another double dip here, boys. We're all on the same page. We've got Chiefs minus six and a half. Mahomes, he's a snow guy. It's going to take over Lambeau. Get a beautiful win up there with those stupid fucking cheese heads god i hate everything about them but give me the under as well it is a primetime matchup and i hate to say an under on a game of my team because i want to just watch Mahomes take that football and shove it straight up matt lafleur's ass but for being real the under based on historical performance of Sunday and Monday night football is a play here. So I will make that as my second double dip of the week. Dana, can I throw that out here for you? Shoot. Patty Mahomes in prime time games, 16 and three. Oh boy. Well, I think that that pretty much sums it up for you. Oh boy. Lambo's going to be booing. Chiefs have the uh, easiest schedule the rest of the way, even though there is no easy game in the NFL. But um, definitely have that to their benefit. Right now, the Ravens are the number one seed. 
uh, in the AFC. But if you look at their remaining schedule, it's a fucking gauntlet, guys. So that is a benefit to us Chiefs to try to get that beneficial buy. Um, Chiefs did throw their wild card, potential wild card game playoff tickets on sale today, and they sold out quickly, the few that were remaining. I was glad they uh, the Rice kid scored last game. I said in our last week, I said you guys need to start giving him the ball more. I don't know how mm-hmm. many targets he had, but that kid's good, man. He's fast. Yeah, he's still had a couple drops, but that is definitely uh, one of Mahomes' quickly growing favorite top or favorite targets uh, when he gets in trouble. We all know Kelsey is. Uh, that number one look, but uh, Rice is quickly becoming that number two. As I was talking about it, let's talk about the Ravens' remaining schedule. They're on a bye this week, but it's time to start talking about potential playoff seeding before we get into Monday night, which, God, it sucks lately. So here's the rest of the way for the Ravens. They're the leader in the clubhouse right now. They have the Rams next week when they come off their bye at home. Then they go to Jacksonville. Then they go to San Francisco to play the 49ers. Home against the Dolphins, and they wrap up home against the Steelers team that is very feisty lately. (laughs) That is a gauntlet to end your season. Um, The Steelers fucking suck. So I don't know about the last game, but yes. It's a division game. Come on. And they're still very much in the division conversation it's disgusting but you know i have been very open to the fact that i think that the ravens are not as good as what their record is these last games will definitely show that i mean if you look at who they've played prior to this there's not a lot there i mean they got a good win against the texans They beat the Bengals by three when Burrow was healthy. A loss to the Colts. Another win to the Browns. Didn't they kill the Jags? They lost to the Steelers. Yeah. Already. 17-10. Beat the Titans. Played the Lions, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Browns. It was another loss to the Browns. They beat up on the Bengals without Joe Burrow. They, you know, they won by 10 against the Chargers. There's not a lot there. The opponents on that back half of that schedule, that's the legit part of it. You can get through that, you're a legitimate playoff contender. What they've played so far, they've done well to get the record that they have. Props to the record. But uh, I am not sold on the Baltimore Ravens yet. Anyone got anything to say on that one? (sighs) I don't know. Maybe you're just a hater. I am. I, I can see what you're saying. Whether you think they're fraud or not, I think it's just their style of football that's very hard to play against. Uh, it just comes down to how Lamar plays. When he's turning the ball over, the games get really close. When he's not, they typically win by you know, a touchdown or more. The defense is really good. Rokon fits really good in that system. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a, a big test to finish the year. Uh, but no matter who they're playing, just just that run threat of either you know Gus Edwards or Lamar, is just that's got to be so hard to defend. So, all right, 
Let's get into the Monday Night Disaster. Again, a couple weeks ago, we would have loved every bit of this game. But we have the 5-6 and six Bengals will be playing the 8-3 and three Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville favored by 7.5 over Jake Browning and his Bengals. 38.5 being the total. I think you all know where I'm going to go, and I'm going to keep hitting it until it doesn't fly. I was honestly surprised to see this one not flexed out as well as uh, not good viewing pleasure, especially coming off of, uh, here's where I get to plug it, coming off of that absolute shit show dumpster fire that happened in Minnesota last Monday night. Troy Aikman was legitimately laughing at the end of that game as they're just throwing the football around or the Vikings. Clearly a forward pass, and you can hear Aikman chuckle and say, well, it's over. And I think that that was speaking for America of, oh, thank God this shit is over. Bears get the win. Don't even sniff the end zone. Four field goals. Minnesota punched one in uh, and then had a field goal. Dobbs, four turnovers in the game and ugly ones. And, you know, we were talking, boys, of even going into the game, all my bets were on defensive touchdowns because, to me, that was the only way someone was going to get in the damn end zone. Either way. But, God, that was awful. I don't see this one being much better. Give me the under 38 and a half and... I'm done with Monday night on this one. Very well could be asleep at half. Mike? Why would I not take the under here? I, I don't know. <laughs> Why would I not? Um, yeah. I, I'm i really pissed off at Cincinnati that they don't – they didn't use Joe Mixon more last week. He, he only had eight rushes, just a couple of, uh, you know, receptions – Jamar, I think, had like four for 80. So, I mean, they got him the ball decently. Browning's not good, man. He's just not good. Um, So, I'm with you, buddy. I think the Jags win here convincingly, but I'm seeing like maybe by a touchdown. Um, So, this this Monday night primetime curse is a thing. It is real. You brought it up. You have followed it every single week. It has worked out, so why not? Let's go under here. I'm curious to see what Dave has to say here. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived at our first sick fucking bet of the week. Oh. Browning, if that's his name, is going to absolutely fucking cook the Bengals. And the Cincinnati Bengals will not win the game but cover the spread and possibly win by or lose by one to three points. That's my prediction. He's going to cook himself. He's going to cook and still lose the game. It's possible. That's okay. They got seven and a half points. They're going to lose by one to three points. That'll get the job done. I'm going to double dip with the under as well. It's going to be ugly. Uh, But like, like uh, Mike was saying, I saw the same thing with Mixon and Mixon's had kind of a, I don't want to say a bad year, but like just the way they use him and some games he's not rushing well, you know, he's not getting many yards. He's a good pass catcher. 
I just don't know if they utilize him like they should. Uh, he's a really good good player. It's hard when you got, you know, uh, Higgins is coming back this week. That'll help him out, hopefully, if he, you know, learns how to grip the football and throw it across the field, Browning. Um, <laughs> and uh, Jamar, I'm, I'm forgetting about him, Chase. I mean, it, it's hard to share the ball around, you know, consistently. But uh, that's my sick kind of pick this week, um, picking the backup versus um, – Goldilocks here. Uh, not a fan of Goldilocks sometimes, and I'm going to stick to my Bengals. They have so much talent, so hopefully it hits. All right, we are on to our bets of the week. I'm going to kick us off because uh, I'm going to go ahead and call myself a super soft, crazy parlay of the week. Guys, I'm ashamed of myself here, but I need a win. Plus 921. Oh, my God. Shameful. Soft. So soft. Wet noodle. Two pump chump. Bet of the week. last week? Yeah. Well, the spreads were also between like one and three for every game. Give me Lions money line. Colts money line. Dolphins to win. As well as the Eagles and Chiefs to win. Hmm. That's the crazy Danda parlay of the week. I apologize for it being so soft, but we need a win. We need a win bad. The only one without a parlay. It's time to happen. Mike, what wet noodle do you have for us? Yeah, if your bet's a wet noodle, then I might as well just cut my dick off because I have wet <laughs> pick of the week here. <laughs> Please tell I'm me it's with- negative odds. No, <laughs> it's six games, but don't get your hopes up. I got the Cowboys money line. I got the Dolphins money line. I got the Lions money line. I got Pittsburgh money line against Arizona. Um, I got the Chiefs money line and give me those Goldilocks Jags money line for a combined plus four, four, seven. You probably get a good booster. Uh, and, and, and actually, if you're making your bet, Go ahead and jump over to FanDuel because DraftKings sucks when it comes to to making parlays. Uh, so so give me give me give me those six teams to win. Uh, that's going to be a winner. Uh, so you know, throw a unit on it. Fuck it, Dave. What does the teaser have in store? I have another winner for you this week. Uh, if your guys' straight up parlays are wet noodles, then I don't know what the fuck my my little teaser is. Um, my teaser is a plus seven two fifty odds. Again, as always, we're gonna start off with the Cowboys bought down to minus one and a half. Um Chargers bought down to plus one. Miami bought down to minus two and a half. Uh Chiefs bought down to plus half. And the last one is over 40 and a half in the Eagles and 49ers game. Really worried about the Chargers right now, but I'm going to hold them in the teaser. All right. So Dallas minus one and a half, Chargers plus one, Miami minus two and a half, KC plus a half and over 40 and a half in the Philly 49ers game. Mike, you've got Dallas to win, Miami to win, Detroit to win, 
Jacksonville to, to win, and who were the other two? Uh, I think he said Pittsburgh. Did you get yeah. Pittsburgh? Pitt to win. Did you get the you got Miami Cowboys and Detroit on that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, and Jags. KC to win. Yep. And and Danda, can can I just say that this this show out of all the picks that we've had is nearly sixty percent on the air. We are at fifty seven percent free picks. Even free picks. team fade is over fifty percent, guys. Everyone is over fifty percent. I've had one losing week. Dan's on fire. Dave's hitting teasers left and right. Share the damn podcast or we're going off the fucking air. And Zach Wilson got benched for testicular force. <laughs> with Fact. that, this has been another edition of Pick'em with Mike, Dan, and Dave. We'll talk to you next week. Please share this with your friends. We would love to grow our audience. Have a great week.